Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the House of Aquarius podcast. It is your favorite Aquarius here. Make a wish. About to bring you another one. So, as I was perusing through one of my um, Facebook group things, guys, all right? Got a walker. Like I said, as I was going through one of my Facebook groups, I was, um, sorry, Facebook astrology groups. I have read across a question that someone posted, which I don't know who or what group it was. Or I have a couple groups I was in just, just a couple days ago that just popped the back of my head that we should be addressing here, okay? Because there's more than just top level stuff here, right? So, the question was. If you believe in astrology, active practitioner, or I'm guessing, or whatever the person was trying to imply, um, why is it that you end up in such bad relationships or incompatible relationships? Because you know the the theory there is that if you are in astrology, you should know what to look out for already because of the ability to just read the information, blah, 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 so on and so forth, you know what I'm saying? You already got all the plans and why your relationship and marriage is dissipated the way it did because of that happening, all right? So, this is something that actually have been coming quite across often. Not necessarily that question itself, but the fact is people are misconstruing things. The number one thing that I need to say here is that just because that you are someone who has knowledge and information of astrology and particularly pertaining that to compatibility into longevity relationships does not mean that you are destined for greatness in your relationship if you happen to find yourself in a greatly highly compatible, highly compatible situation with a sign. Alright? So Case in point here, let me use my own example right here. Me being an Aquarius man, married to an, a Libra female, I should be destined for a long, amazing life filled with nothing but sunshine and happy butterflies and rainbows and fucking money falling out the sky and just Everything good going my way. Every pothole dodges, dodges the way out of my car and all that good shit. That's how I'm supposed to be because in fact I got this, I got a, a highly compatible situation for my relationship, you know? A highly compatible sign for my relationship. That's how it's supposed to be. That's not how it works. That's not how it works at all, okay? So first thing first, how am I gonna address this? Here you go, okay. Got a scooter about to die, you know what I'm saying? I don't got a big car, but I ain't get for nothing to go for no. Um, so. Like I was saying, just because you had information for having a higher percentile chance of things being successful does not mean that you are going to have a great relationship. Because me talking on this channel about sun sign compatibility, I'm only addressing the sun sign. I say this, I say it a couple times, but it doesn't matter. I say it again. This is just part of it. This is a real big one. Sun sign only astrology is what I'm talking about at the current moment. I'm not at all in any way, shape, or form addressing the fact that I have an Aquarius sun with a Scorpio moon and how that's going to relate to my wife with her Libra sun and her Scorpio moon. 
We're not gonna address that whatsoever. Or my Pisces ascendant and how that plays parts into my variable is August Daughter Das and her Cancer ascendant. We're not gonna, not gonna go into that. We're not talking about that because there's a lot more levels of details going through that kind of stuff, okay? Astrology is a lot deeper than just sun sign only, all right? And a lot more things come to place. I'm not gonna talk about my Venus or her Venus or my Mars. Nothing. Okay, we're not, we're not going that route. Or my descendant. Or there's so many different things we can talk about in regards to how things can play out. But nothing to do with that. We're just raising the surface for this compatibility stuff. So that right there is one thing that is something that goes into not consideration when people say that kind of stuff. But that's not the big thing. That's not the big reason why I want to talk about this. Am I gonna bring that big reason up yet? I don't know. But now, nah, I'm gonna do it right now. Fuck it. The biggest reason why people—well, not the biggest reason. I should say biggest reason. One of the biggest reasons. They're going that one. One of the biggest reasons why people have failing relationships, who are in relationships like this, blah blah. blah it's because of the fact that they're not putting the time in they need to put in because a lot of people are not trained for longevity of relationships. I said this in, on my other channel, Calm Mind Better Results, in regards to how we are not ever properly trained in how to take care of a relationship. For the most part, a lot of us, we are going into a relationship unprepared. Unprepared for the, the sacrifices and the changes we're going to make to our lives and to our plans in life to accommodate someone else entirely in there. And what they're doing, what, how we're going to go along, and how we're now going to intertwine our things to make things move together as one unit, as you should be at some point in time. That's one thing that never really addressed. And I can't really address that too well. Well, we can't really address that too well in regards to relationships. Here without getting the birth charts. So this is FYI, all right? But never mind that everyone has own personal baggages and the past histories and how they're going to influence how you're going to be with this person here and so on and so forth, such stuff like that, okay? But this is one thing here. A lot of times people will get self in a bad relationship. This is actually one of the big things. One of the big things I made the bro of. This is the big one. One of the reasons why people like get get into bad relationships or get into signs, relationships with signs they're not compatible with is because we as humans are, how is the best way to say this? We are attracted to novelty, all right? Things are different. Things that, that interest us are things that are typically not inside of our current realm. So you as a person, actually, yeah, I'm a perfect case example, okay? Me growing up, uh, that's why I phrase how I use this word attractiveness because it's not talking a homosexualness now. But me and all of my friends that I was attracted to, drawn to, as I grew up, a lot of them had a lot of qualities about them that were a lot more asshole-like. They were a lot more assertive, a lot more stern, a lot more firm and grounded when they say things than how they were as a character's person, all right? Um, 
Aquarius as a sign, that is actually one of the things that is very, very, very prominent inside of it. Like, uh, well, I should just say this, a quick one, was that when I actually read it, first read about it, it actually firmly said that out there, that that's actually one thing that is a requirement, quote unquote, for us, um, Aquarius, that, that we are assertive. We can be very stern and uh, very, um, not necessarily authoritative, but we can be. Rasmus. I said it before, if you watch that, um, the Aquarius Sunside episode, which, you know what? I'm gonna link it right here. One of these things, I'm gonna link it right there. All right. That right there, I said that specifically, I started off very well with that, is that I feel personally, my experience is that Aquarius are assholes. Not in a mean way, but we're, can be very stern, can be very stubborn, can be very, not necessarily controlling, but very, very, um, setting our own path, fix our stuff, you know? And you come back with us, then you start seeing how rebellious we can be. That's one thing that is the first thing. And while well, I say that before, uh, that, like I said, all that being said, that was one of the things that I was, like I said, I was drawn to this very much so as a person because that was something that I was lacking in myself. And it was not being prevalently shown in, through my own personality, my actions. That's one thing that really, um, took me blew my mind like when I thought about it all my friends were jerks <laughs> all of them all of them in their own right you know what I'm saying and I just fit them perfectly with that I I mean I wouldn't do a jerk stuff though, but that was something that was actually the things about them were things qualities that I needed to find in myself and then I need to find out myself and smooth that around the rest of my aspects of my chart and then you got who curly am now. Like, I have to be all the time an asshole. I'm not a mean asshole. I'm a great asshole. I'm the front asshole. <laughs> I'm the asshole you bring to your family and friends and tell jokes to. That guy. You know what I'm saying? But there right there, when I actually, it's funny because I'm not drawn to much to those kind of people nowadays because I already had that more instilled inside of me. But that's the biggest thing I was saying about the whole relationship part. We are drawn to things that are Something that you are lacking ourselves, or we want in ourselves, but we look at it in a negative light, typically. Or, it's very interesting. And now in those regards, everything I said there, I'm gonna apply it to what I was saying about relationship, is that, um, let's say, uh, what's a good sign coverage there that lacks? Okay, perfect. Let's say a Taurus, I'm gonna give a gender. That might not be the case though. Just go, just gender this, just in case, okay? A Torian, a Torian is very attracted to a Leo. A Leo. Let's go with Leo. The reason being for the, the typical mild temperament of the Taurus is seeing 
the activity, the leadership qualities, and the for upfrontness of how the this Leo is pursuing things or doing things in life, and they are drawn to that sector, okay, whatever. And because of this situation, I guess let's say going from a work house, work a work area setting to where they're seeing this person do more things and get them more at the bar. So they're seeing this person regularly doing such great leadership like quality shit that they are desiring, okay? It attracts them because of that's something they don't, they're lacking. And because of that, the novelty of that goes in, they come together, they make some things happen, and guess what? Now they're a couple, all right? And which is what happens. Because more often than not, that whatever it is that's novel and very um quality that you are attracted to that isn't something that's lacking in yourself at some point in time it becomes a dividing force because at one point in time you loved it it was a great infatuation to this person as the phases of relationship develop you start seeing it more and more you start being around it more and more and that novelty wears off and now as the novelty wears off that thing you were once attracted to that leadership, that that um, jerkfulness, that being assertive, whatever it was, is now a hindrance to you. You do not like it anymore. It's annoying. That bothers you. And so now every time you see it happening, that is now cutting that relationship, making it more negative. Because it's now an annoyance. That's what happens more often than not. And regardless of how much time it passed, it could be like two, three months. It could be fucking two, three years. But that's what happens. So as that happens, like we're so we are drawn to novelty. Things that are are foreign to ourselves, typically in regards to our styles and holistics and how we um manner ourselves, we are drawn to that. That's why a lot of people get pooned, pooned, <laughs> get pulled into relationships that aren't actually very beneficial. That's like let's say I'm speaking there, we say, why do the the bad girls always go for the sorry, the good girls always go for the bad guys? That right there. That's one thing right there. They have the qualities to seeing that is attracted to them in a temporary short-term situation that in the long run becomes a negative. And then after two, three, four kids, whatever, no marriage, no ring, whatever, they split, the guy ups leaves her, and bam, back to being single, and she hated the entire time because after the, after the first six, seven months, only they kept her in there was being pregnant to the guy in the first place. Uh unexpected pregnancy. That's what kind of happened. You know what I'm saying? That Situation, man, it's a horrible. <laughs> it's a horrible. It's actually something that happens quite often in people's lives. But um, yeah, that. Okay. All that being said, that relationship was already going towards being negative. It just, like I said, that novelty-ness of it is what kept got to start in the first place. Okay. So uh. I don't know if I actually left it the way I need to leave it, but right now I pulled the gas station, so I'm actually gonna get out of this car and put my gas tank up. I'm not quite there yet, but you know. So, that was a question that needed to be addressed. I said the first two things, and then the very last one I said they were very, very vital. Hope you guys like this. Give you guys something to think about. And uh, as you go into your next relationship, or talk to someone about going to the next relationship, give that a consideration about what I said. Because for the most part, I tend to be right. Okay, <laughs> everyone. I love. As always, my friend. Stay classy. Be you. Make a wish. Out.